So in this Bhagavad Gita, the subject matter uh, is comprehending five different truths. The first truth is uh, what is God? It is the preliminary study of the science of God. So that science of God is explained here. Next, the, the constitutional position of the living entities, jīva, ishara and jīva, the Lord, the Supreme Lord is called ishara. Ishara means controller. And jīva, the living entities, and the jīvas, the living entities, they are not isha or the controller. They are controlled artificially. If they, I say that I am not controlled, I am free, this is not the sign of a sane man. A living being is controlled in every respect. At least in his conditioned life, he is controlled. So in this Bhagavad-gītā, the subject matter comprehends about the ishara, the supreme controller, and about the controlled living entities. and prakriti the nature the material nature and next the time the duration of existence of the whole universe or this manifestation of the material nature and the duration of time or the eternal time and karma. Karma means activity. Everything, uh, the whole universe, whole manifestation, cosmic manifestation uh, is full of different activities. Uh, the living being, uh, especially, they are all engaged in different activities. So we have to study from the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, Ishara, what is God? Jiva, what are these living entities? And Prakriti, what is this cosmic manifestation? And how it is controlled by time? And what are these activities? Now, out of these five subject matter, in the Bhagavad-gītā it is established that the Supreme Godhead or Krishna or Brahma or Paramātmā, you may call whatever you like, but 
the supreme controller. There is a supreme controller. So the supreme controller is the greatest of all. And the living beings, they are in quality like the supreme controller. Just like the supreme controller, the Lord, He has control over the universal affairs, over the material nature, how the it will be explained in the later chapters of Bhagavad Gita that this material nature is not independent. She is acting under the direction of the Supreme Law. This material nature is working under my direction, under my superintendence. So we, we are mistaken when we see wonderful things happening in the cosmic nature. We should know that behind these wonderful manifestations there is a controller. Nothing can be manifested without being controlled. It is childish to uh, not to consider about the controller. Uh, just like a, a very nice motor car with very good speed and very good engineering arrangement is running on this street. A child may think that how this motor car is running without the help of any horse or any pulling agent. But a sane man or an elderly person, he knows that in spite of all engineering arrangements in the motor car, and without the driver it cannot move. That engineering arrangement of a motor car or an electric powerhouse, now at the present moment it is the day of machinery. But we should always know that behind the machinery, Behind the wonderful working of the missionary, there is a driver. So the Supreme Lord is the driver of Dharsha. He is the Supreme Personality under whose direction everything is working. Now these jiva or the living entities, they have been accepted by the Lord in this Bhagavad-gītā, as we will know it in later chapters, that they are parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord. Mamayivāṁsa-jīva-bhūta. parts and parcels. Now, as 
particle of gold is also particle. A drop of water of the ocean is also salty. Similarly, we, the living entities, being part and parcels of the Supreme Controller, Ishara, Bhagavan, or Lord Sri Krishna, we have got, I mean to say, qualitatively, all the qualities of the Supreme Lord in mind, because we are minute Ishara, subordinate Ishara. We are also trying to control. We are just trying to control over the nature. In the present age, you are trying to control over the space. We are trying to float imitation planets. So this tendency of controlling or creating is there because partially we have got that controlling tendency. But we should know that this tendency is not sufficient. We have the tendency of controlling over the material nature, lording it over the material nature. But we are not the supreme controller. That thing is explained in the Bhagavad-gītā. Then what is this material nature? The nature is also explained. The nature, material nature, is explained in the Bhagavad-gītā as inferior, inferior prakriti. Inferior prakriti and the living entities are explained as the superior prakriti. Prakriti means which is controlled, which is under prakriti. Real meaning of prakriti is a woman or a female, just like a husband controls the activities of his wife. Similarly, the prakriti is also a, a subordinate, predominated. The, the Lord, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is the predominator, and this prakriti, both the living entities, and the material nature, they are different prakritis or predominated, controlled by the Supreme. So according to Bhagavad-gītā, the living entities, although they are parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord, they are taken as prakriti. This clearly mentioned in the seventh chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, yes, aparayam itasu vidhi apara. This material nature is apara, yeah, 
Itastu and beyond this, there is another prakriti, and what is that prakriti? Jiva Bhuta. So this prakriti, the constitution of this prakriti is constituted by three qualities. The mode of goodness, the mode of passion, and mode of ignorance. And about these modes, three different kinds of modes, goodness, passion, and uh, I mean to say ignorance, there is eternal time. Uh, there is eternal time. And by combination of these uh, modes of nature and under the control, under the purview of this eternal time, there are activities. There are activities which is called karma. These activities are are being done from time immemorial, and we are suffering or enjoying the fruits of our activities. Just like in the present life also, we enjoy the activities, the fruits of our activities. Suppose I am a businessman and I have very worked very hard with intelligence, and I have amassed a vast amount of bank balance. Now I am the enjoyer. Similarly, suppose I start in my business with a vast amount of money, but I failed to make it successful. I lost all the money. So I am suffering. So similarly, in every field of life, we enjoy, we enjoy the result of our work. This is called karma. So these things, Ishara, Jiva, Prakriti, are the Supreme Lord, are the living entity, the material nature, the eternal time, and our different activities. These things are explained in the Bhagavad Gita. Now, out of these five, the Lord, the living entities, and the material nature and time, these four items are eternal. Now, manifestation. Manifestation of prakriti may be temporary, but it is not false. Some philosophers say that this manifestation of material nature is false. But according to the philosophy of Bhagavad Gita, or according to the philosophy of the Vaishnavas, they do not accept 
the manifestation of the world as false. They accept that the manifestation is real, but it is temporary. It is just like a cloud takes place in the sky and the rainy season begins. And after the rainy season, there are so many new green vegetation all over the field we can see. And as soon as the rainy season is finished and then the cloud is vanquished, generally, gradually, all this vegetation dry up and again the land becomes barren. Similarly, this material manifestation takes place at a certain interval. We will understand it, we will know it from the pages of the Bhagavad-gītā. Bhutta-bhutta-praliyate. These manifestations becomes magnificent at a certain interval, and again it disappears. That is the work of the prakriti. But it is working eternally. That prakriti is eternal. It is not false, because the Lord has accepted mama prakriti, my prakriti, aparāyam itastu vidhi me prakriti param, bhinna prakriti, bhinna prakriti, aparā prakriti, this material nature is a separated energy of the Supreme Lord and the living entities. They are also energy of the Supreme Lord, but they are not separated. They are eternally related. So the Lord, the living entity, the nature, material nature and time, they are all eternal. But uh, the, the other item, karma, is not eternal. The effects of karma or activity uh, may be very uh, old. We are suffering or enjoying the results of our activities from a time immemorial, but uh, still we can change a, the result of our karma or activity. That will depend on our perfect knowledge. We are uh, engaged in various activities, undoubtedly, but we do not know what sort of activities we shall adopt that will give us relief from the actions and reactions of all activities. That is also explained in the Bhagavad-gītā. Now the position of Ishara is a supreme consciousness. Position of Ishara, the Supreme Lord, is supreme consciousness, and the jīvas or the living entities being parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord, He is also conscious. A living entity is also conscious. 
the living entity is explained as prakriti, energy, and the material nature is also explained as prakriti, but amongst the two, one prakriti, the jivas, they are conscious, the other prakriti is not conscious. That is the difference. Therefore, the jiva prakriti is called superior because the jiva has consciousness similar to the Lord. The Lord is supreme consciousness. One should not claim that a, he, a, a jiva, a living entity, is also supremely conscious. No. A living being cannot be supremely conscious at any stage of his perfection. Uh, uh, this is a, a, a misleading theory. This is misleading theory. But he is conscious, that's all. But he is not supreme conscious. The supreme conscious, it will be explained in the Bhagavad-gītā in the chapter where the distinction between the jīva and Ishara is explained. Khetra khetragya. This khetragya has been explained that the Lord is also khetragya or conscious and the jīvas or the living beings, they are also conscious. But the difference is that a living being is conscious within his limited body, but the Lord is conscious of all bodies. Ishara sarvabhūtānāṁ The Lord lives within the core of heart in every living being. Therefore, He is conscious of the psychic movements, activities of the Lord, of the particular jīva. We should not forget it is also explained that the Paramatma, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is living in everyone's heart as Ishara, as the controller. And he is giving direction. He is giving direction. Everyone's heart, he is situated. And he gives direction to act as he desires. The, the living entity forgets what to do. First of all, he makes his determination to act in a certain way, and then he is entangled in the actions and reactions of his own karma. But after giving up one type of body, when he enters another type of body, just like we give up one kind of dress, one type of dress for another type of dress. Similarly, it is explained in this Bhagavad-gītā that bāsāṅsi jinnāni jathāvihāya, one, as one changes his different dresses. Similarly, the living entities, 
they are also changing different bodies, trans mind duration of the soul, and pulling on the uh, actions and reactions of his uh, past activities. So uh, these activities uh, can be changed when a, a living being is uh, in the mode of goodness, in sanity, and he understands what sort of activities he should adopt. And if he does so, then the whole action and reactions of his past activities can be changed. Therefore karma is not eternal. Other things out of the four, five items, ishara, jiva, prakriti, kala, and karma, with four items are eternal, whereas the karma, the item known as karma, that is not eternal. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Rama.